welcome in week 15 edition of the cash process. I am your host, Ben Hostler. We are here to recap week 14, preview week 15. If you're watching this video, please leave a like on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, ring that notification bell so you know when we go live, when I post new videos, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're headed down the home stretch of this season. We have four more weeks of regular season football. Then we'll have one weekend of a, like a really good playoff slate or a couple good playoff slates. And then we're going to get into the two, two games and showdown season, which I like those two game slates too. So we still have a lot of football left, but we really need to enjoy the last few weeks of the regular season. So please like the video if you're watching. I finally lost cash games last week. I made a horrible decision on Sunday and it burned me. So I had a, uh, you know, everyone debates 2v2s, 3v3s. Like everyone, you know, debates those throughout the week. I had a clear and obvious team in and I chose the wrong side of the combo. It cost me, uh, it really, really bothered me for all of Sunday just because I knew, I, I knew what the right combo was, you know? And uh, when you have people, like obviously it's tilting if you guys are playing and then you guys make the wrong decision. But for me, especially, I'm very blessed to be in the position I'm in. I love what I do. I love being able to provide this content for you guys. I love being able to provide more content and, and bets and all that stuff for our premium members. So when I lose, obviously a lot of those people lose also. And uh, yeah, it really, it really bothered me Sunday just because I, I had the right combo in. I, I think it was like Justin Fields, Zay Jones, Drake London versus Jake Browning, DJ Moore, Jackson Smith, and the Jigba. And uh, I mean, easily should have played that first side of it, just knowing how high owned Drake London was going to be. There was no reason to fade him. In cash games, um, I did make back a good chunk of my entries off of my two tournament teams that had Desmond Ritter to Drake London. If you guys watched the stream on Sunday, I was talking a little bit about that. But just knowing how high owned Drake London was going to be on DraftKings, there really was no upside in fading him. So I, I should have just played uh, the obvious combo there. I cost myself some money. So uh, that was tilting, but I'm ready to get back after it. Let's see if we can win all four of these weeks here to close out the season. I'm once again on this video going to build a first look lineup, and I think we should do a challenge for the last four weeks. The lineup that I build on this first look video, I'm going to enter it in one contest. We're going to see if we can cash in. Uh, we're going to see if we can cash a contest with a lineup that I make on Tuesday or Wednesday morning, whenever I do this video. So. Um, we'll just add that in for some fun. So let's dive in. We have another 10-game slate, smaller slate this week. There's no bye weeks anymore, but there's a three-game slate on Saturday. So if you guys are fans of the content, you want to keep watching, you want more content, all that stuff, here's my plan. I'm putting this video out now. It'll probably be out on Wednesday. And that is for the main slate on Sunday, the 10-game slate. On Friday morning, I will have another video exactly like this going through just my thoughts. It'll be a quicker video because it's only a three-game slate, but I will have a video up at 3 p.m. or Not at 3 p.m. 
I'll have a video up for the three-game slate on Friday morning for Saturday. This video is for the main slate. So if you guys are curious about the Saturday slate, there will be a video for that on Friday. I'll have my normal daily live streams Wednesday at 3 p.m., Thursday at 3 p.m. Um, Friday, we'll see. Um, I do have to go on a out-of-town mission here for family stuff for Christmas. So um, I'll definitely have the video up for the three-game slate. Unsure about the live stream on Friday, but I will be live Wednesday and Thursday right here on the YouTube channel. All right, let's dive in here. Quarterback, we have Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and Tua uh, Emma Holmes at the top. We'll throw those three guys in, uh, throw those four in 7,800 and above for those guys. Uh, I think that it, the theme of this season has been how increasingly difficult it's been to spend up at quarterback in cash games with how just bad the quarterback play has been as a whole. Um, it's been much more efficient for you to just spend down and catch those ceiling games from the cheaper guys. In years past, the last like two, three years, it's been obvious with how the pricing was that we jammed in Lamar, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, whatever. This season's been a little bit different. So once again this week, I'll be looking to save money at quarterback, I think. Uh, if I were to spend up, it would be Josh Allen at home, I think, again. Tua would be – it's a tough matchup. Maybe if Tyreek plays, I'd consider Tua, but really no. It's, it's Josh Allen for me at 82 or I'm dropping down. All those expensive guys are fine for tournament settings, but for cash, I'm moving down here. The list for me right now for cash games, Brock Purdy, 6,800 against the Arizona Cardinals. Brock Purdy continues to just smash. You guys, if you watch the videos, I've been playing Brock Purdy for four or five weeks. I'm mad that I didn't play him last week because I've played him for six weeks in a row. But basically, starting with Cincinnati, I think is when we started playing Brock Purdy. Um, the 11, the 11 pointer came on Thanksgiving day. So I did not play Brock Purdy on Thanksgiving day. I had Dak, but um, it's been a, it's been a stretch. So starting with Cincy, that's one, two, three, that's like four weeks in a row that I played Dak Prescott on main slate. So it was tilting to me that I missed out on him against Seattle I think we're going right back to him here against Arizona. So he's in consideration for me, but he is 6,800 now. It's not like we're getting him in the 5K range that we were a few weeks ago. You can see here clicking on his game log. When he played Tampa Bay in week 11, he was 5,800, right? So now we're getting him for another $1,000 in salary. That does factor in, but uh, he sticks out as a top option for me. Further down the list, there's two guys that I think you can consider in the 5K tier. The first of which, actually 62. So this this doesn't provide you enough savings off of Purdy, I think. But I will mention Jordan Love here. Jordan Love had a horrible game against the New York Giants. He only had 10 fantasy points. He looked bad. But it was a road game. You know, it's still Jordan Love we're talking about here. Like, he's not prone to, to bad games. Now he's coming back home, and he gets the best possible matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a Buccaneers team that, like Philly, We've been targeting really, really heavy with quarterbacks and DFS the last few weeks. Desmond Ritter just got the 300-yard bonus against Tampa Bay and went for a huge score. So I am not going to be scared to fire up Jordan Love here. If I don't use him in cash, he will be on one of my main tournament teams. Jordan Love, great play this week against Tampa. He's in consideration for me with Purdy. 
And then the last guy I'll mention, it's a really a three-team pool for me at, at cash this week, unless you want to throw Josh Allen in there. Uh, Joe Flacco at home, 5,500. It's insane. Like, this is how bad the state of NFL quarterback play is when Joe Flacco comes off his couch and is one of the best quarterbacks in football. That is what has happened. He's at 17 and 25 DraftKings points the last two weeks. He's 5,500. He's going against a Bears team that is a more pass-funnel defense. They force teams to throw the ball against them. They're really good against the run. And what's what's key here for me considering Flacco is how willing Kevin Stefanski has been to throw the football with Joe Flacco at quarterback. So if you look at the Browns from a grand scheme of things throughout the course of the season, they were one of the most run-heavy teams, if not the most run-heavy team in football. That includes when Deshaun Watson was at quarterback. They ran the ball pretty much more than any team. There was no, there was very little upside in Deshaun Watson because of how often the team was running the football. That was also the case the past few years with Baker Mayfield. With Baker Mayfield at quarterback, the Kevin Stefanski-led Cleveland Browns were very, very run heavy. Um, this last few weeks with Joe Flacco, Kevin Stefanski has completely flipped his play calling style. They are a top five team in terms of pass rate. They're passing the ball a ton. They're passing the ball way more than average. And now they match up against the Chicago Bears, who are a team that force you to throw the ball more so than run. And I think that that, that change coincides with Joe Flacco actually being capable of throwing the football and the Browns' run game being horrible. It, it hasn't been good with, with Jerome Ford the last few weeks. So if we can if we can see like you can just see it without even looking at just the more advanced stuff in terms of like neutral pass rate and all that stuff. Look at just his attempts, 44 and 45 pass attempts for Joe Flacco. If I'm getting 40 pass attempts from a $5500 quarterback against the Bears, sign me up. So Joe Flacco, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, that's my quarterback pool as of Wednesday. We'll see what happens throughout the season. I don't think He's on here because he's hurt right here. Let's see. Uh, like, look at look at Deshaun Watson's past. He had 40 one time. He was low 30s every single game. 29, 33, 30, 34. Joe Flacco's thrown 45 times a game. Like, much more willing to, to throw the football. So, definitely like Joe Flacco, 5,500. Let's move on to running back. Uh, CMC, 9,300. What I need to say about him. Play him every single week. He had a bad game on week 14. Week 14, he had a bad game and had 20, 19 DraftKings points with no touchdowns and with one catch. I mean, one catch and no touchdowns is an anomaly for Christian McCaffrey. He still got you 19 DraftKings points. He got robbed. He ran 72 yards on the first play of the game and got tackled at the three. He came out and they ran in the touchdown. Debo got a goal line carry touchdown. Like he ran pretty bad, 19 points. I'm probably going to play him in cash this week. Uh, Alvin Kamara at home against the Giants. He had an okay game. I, I don't understand this. Like, I don't understand the Saints. I'm so tired of watching the Saints play football. I'm tired of watching Derek Carr play football. I, I hate the Saints. I just don't understand how you're playing the worst run defense in football. You're winning the game 28-6, to six, right? You're playing the worst run defense in football. Your starting running back is averaging five yards a carry, and he gets 12 carries. I don't understand this. And I don't understand how he has three catches for negative 11 yards. What is this? This is the weirdest. This Saints team is 
I, I hate the Saints team more than anybody. Alvin Kamara, he had a bad game. I, he should have had a nuke game last Sunday. This dude should have smashed and just didn't. So tough for me to consider him uh, in cash games. It's another great matchup. I'm assuming they're going to be banged up in the run game. Uh, not in the run game. Receiver stuff, they're probably going to be banged up against. Shahid might come back, but they're still going to be down Michael Thomas. Uh, we'll see about Taysom Hill. He didn't practice at all last week. But uh, CMC for cash, Kamara maybe. We'll see. Kyron Williams for cash for sure. You can fire him up. One of the best roles in football. Um, I mean, you saw Sean McVay came out a few weeks ago, and they asked him, like, why why did you give Kyron Williams a touchdown at the end of the game instead of kneeling the ball and kicking a field goal and ending the game? And he said he had Kyron Williams on his fantasy team. I don't know if you want to buy into that or not, but Kyron Williams has one of the best roles in fantasy football right now. He's probably a league winner in your season-long leagues, like anyone that has Kyron Williams. It's a big advantage. So Kyron Williams at 75, edge over McCaffrey for me. So CMC and Kyron for me for cash. Dolphins guys, I think, are tournament only. Rashad, you could throw in the cash tier. Very, very consistent role. You guys know I've loved Rashad White in season-long leagues and my season-long article before the season. I've played him a lot. think I prefer Kyron for 500 more, but you can put Rashad in with – Kyron and McCaffrey dropping down further. Don't know if Pacheco is going to play, so I won't comment on the Chiefs situation. Tony Pollard at 6,700. Pretty consistent role recently, right? Like we we had a bad stretch here where he had 9, 17, 6, 9, 5. Like bad stretch there. But over the last four weeks, 18, 22, 17, 16, now he's in, you know, the best game of the week here. Cowboys, Bills. Like I'm excited for that game. So Tony Pollard at 6,700 definitely comes in to consideration for me. James Cook is in consideration for me. He's had a very good role since Joe Brady took over the offense here. Last four weeks, 16, 19, 16, 25. Five and six catches in his last two games is really, really important. Love his role with this Joe Brady offense with Ken Dorsey coming out. So James Cook is in consideration for me in cash games. Dropping down further. I mean, the Chiefs guys, maybe if if Pacheco's out, we could consider that. Kareem Hunt would be interesting to me if Jerome Ford were to miss, but he, I think he's going to play. We'll see later on in the week. But that about does it for me at running back. For the early look team here, I'm going to put in Purdy and see what we can do with that. But we might drop him down. So let's put Purdy in. Let's put in – we'll put receivers in and tight ends first, and then we'll look at quarter, uh, running backs. All right, receiver, Tyreek Hill, 9,900. Got banged up in that Monday night game. If he's healthy, ready to go, he's a great play. He already had a good game against the Jets this season, 28. I don't know. Uh, Tyreek versus CMC is a conversation now that he's 10K. And banged up. Uh, we'll see later on in the week. CD and Diggs, those guys are great tournament plays. Don't see myself getting there in cash because of the price. Like I would play CMC for 100 more over CD. I would play CMC over Diggs, I think, as well. Debo's getting up there to where it's GPP only. Like I was considering Debo in cash for a few weeks there, but I know he's been just smashing, but his price is getting too high for me to consider in cash games. Puka Nakua sticks out to me. 
for cash games here, along with Brendan Ayuk. Those two guys in the 7K tier look pretty good. Puka uh, continues to, to just be really consistent. Even a, even a bad game, 5 for 84 last week. Really, really good matchup against Washington. And then Brendan Ayuk, obviously, is just really good at football. Um, six for 126 against Seattle. And Seattle has, like, six for 126 against Seattle is hard. Like, their outside corners are very good. So, Brandon Ayuk, great play against Arizona here. They, they just have no one. They have nobody to stop Brandon Ayuk. I, I mean, he's already played Arizona once this season. He had 23.8, 6 for 148, didn't get a touchdown. I mean, they just don't have anyone to stop him. Little little homecoming narrative. I don't think it's homecoming because I don't know where he was born, but he did play college football at Arizona State. So, just uh, to keep that note, know where they're going back to Arizona. Moving on down, there's probably going to be value with the Texans guys. You can see Nico Collins here questionable with the calf. I think that there's a chance like he doesn't play. Obviously, Tank Dell's out. So that gives us Noah Brown, Robert Woods, John Mechie. Like we're going to have to dissect this Houston pass catcher core throughout the rest of the week. Terry McLaurin sticks out to me at 5,600. He's a cash game option for me. I know he's been doing nothing, seven, nine, nine, and a zero. But 5,600, we're, we're getting to where he's cheap enough to consider. Drake London, 5,400. I mean, the guy was 4,600 last week and went for 32 DraftKings points, 10 for 172. Absolutely insane. Uh, now he's got a big price increase. He's on the road where Ritter struggles. I don't think I'll be playing him at 54, but won't shock me if he projects well. I think the Packers guys are going to project really well here, just given how interested I am in Jordan Love. It's a very, very good matchup. You have uh, Romeo uh, Romeo Dobbs here at 53. You have Jaden Reed at 49. I'm more inclined to play Jaden Reed for cheaper. I think he's better. Just I think he's a better receiver. He gets rush attempts. He has a rushing touchdown at two of the last four weeks. So I like Jaden Reed at 4,900. He'll probably be pretty chalky. What to do with the Houston stuff? I have no idea. Like he, Noah Brown didn't have a catch last week. Robert Woods is dust, like so dusty. Like I honestly don't know what we would do with Houston here. It's 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 a different situation though because Houston played New York last week on the road, like tough matchup against the Jets defense. Now they're playing Tennessee, which is like a great matchup for for pass catchers. So I'm not entirely sure what we're doing here. I mean, John Mechie's had one catch in his last four games, but uh, I do like John Mechie. So th this is interesting. We're, I'll probably be playing a Houston receiver this week, assuming CJ Stroud is healthy and able to play. Elijah Moore sticks out again. He didn't have a great game here, 7.2, but still a good role with Joe Flacco at quarterback. It's a good matchup. I like Elijah Moore at 4,500. So there's some decently good cheap receivers here. Jonathan Mingo is just so bad at football. But at the same time, Jonathan Mingo was wide open last week for like a 50-yard touchdown towards the end of the half. And Bryce Young just threw him a horrible ball. I mean, he was literally by himself for a 50-yard touchdown. So I think you can consider Mingo again at 3,900 here. I could see the Giants guys projecting decently. We'll see. I mean, Wandale is just 
Like, I can't believe if you guys know me and you're like in the Discord, the amount of times that I played Wandale Robinson in this stretch here, week three, four, five, six, seven, like the amount of times I played Wandale in this five week stretch, only for him to drop a 17 and a half in my face on a two game slate when I played Jalen Hyatt. I wanted to just lose my mind. But uh, I can see the Giants guys projecting well here. Wandale, Jalen Hyatt, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But there is some cheap receivers here that we can consider. Tight end, I mean, it's Trey McBride at 5,200 or you're saving money. That is, that, that is the story. Trey McBride still has an amazing role. Don't care that he's 5,200. You can play that or you can drop down here to any of these like we'll see like if Higby's out like you can consider some some Rams value Chigakonkwo is 2900 Tucker Craft is 3k that's the type of guys Brevin Jordan's 3100 again with no potentially Nico Collins like we could just put him in so let's just put Brevin Jordan in the early look with Purdy let's put in Let's put in Jaden Reed at 49. Defense, uh, you guys know the story. Like, we're looking to save money at defense. Browns at 35. Browns, I, I talked about it on last week's video. Like, you want to play the Cleveland Browns defense at home, 12 DraftKings points at home. So, Browns at 35. If you're looking to save a little bit more, you can look at Rams against the uh, Commanders at 3,100. You can look at the Panthers even here. Against Desmond Ritter. Let's just put Panthers in for our early look lineup. Okay. So we have 6,400 per position. Let's put another cheap receiver in the early look lineup here. Let's put in like a uh, Demario Douglas. If he's active, I would be interested as well at 3,900 for what it's worth. We'll put Elijah Moore in the early look here. 6,900. And then let's put in let's put Brandon Ayuk in to go with Purdy. So that gives us 7K per position. We would just need one other cheaper guy to easily get CMC and like Kyron Williams. Like we like right there, Demario Douglas was 3,900, so that would fit. So, this is like the type of stuff I'll be playing this week, most likely. If you want to not play a $3,900 flex, you could easily just drop Brock Purdy, put in Jordan Love, that gets you up to 45, put in Joe Flacco, that gets you up to 52, which 52 is in this range here. So, Pretty clear and obvious week, I think. We'll see what happens by the time we get the weekend. Make sure you guys check out my article, which goes live Friday night, Saturday morning over on DFSKarma.com. I talk about my player pool, where I'm building my teams this week. If you're interested in signing up, reach out to me. I can hook you up with the promo code for DFS or for betting, betkarma.com. If you want access to our betting tools, my betting card, I already have a number of college football bets up for the bowl season. We got a ton of line movement already on those games. I'll be betting every one of those bowl games. So if you guys want to tap into that with NFL, NBA, everything in full swing, message me on Twitter. Thank you guys for tuning into the video. 
Like the video if you made it this far. Good luck in your week 15 contests, and I'll see you guys in week 16.